Hello, friend. Thanks again for joining us on our 260 challenge. Today we're coming to you out of Acts chapter 6. And have you ever heard people quote the Bible out of Isaiah 55, 8 when they say that his thoughts are not our thoughts and his ways are higher than our ways? That's important for us to remember as we look at Acts chapter 6 today and keep that in the, in the forefront of your mind because it's where the early church starts to get organized and and before you know it, they have problems, and anytime they have problems, we have to depend upon an all-knowing and all-seeing God. I've heard it said before many times that we need to be like the like the original church, the the, the Acts chapter 2 church. And um, I know what people mean when they say that, and they mean we need to be filled with the Holy Spirit. We need to be filled with uh, with, with that type of passion. But they had their fair share of problems. And the first problem here comes up when the widows are starting to feel like they're neglected, feel like they're not getting their daily needs, their daily uh, needs of food being met. And I want you to look at the, the solution that they come up with today. The The disciples knew that the problem was not simply just telling people, hey, start feeding them, that they knew that it was would take something more than that. There's also a great lesson on leadership and on delegation. And and this this point is key. Remember that his ways are higher than our ways. People absolutely need to be fed and they absolutely need to be served. And look at how uh, they respond to this. And he tells them to pick out men with good reputation and full of the spirit and wisdom. Remember, God's ways is higher. It would have been easy for them to look at those and said, hey, we got anybody here that has any restaurant experience? Do we have anybody here who is who has served large people before? Have, do we have anybody here who's had this similar you know, background or problem? But God says we need to be filled with the Spirit, and we need wisdom and a good reputation. Why? Because he sees further down the road, and he knows what we need. Because the requirements will become a, a weapon we can use later on. But why these requirements? It seems that the enemy knew that the 12 were willing to die for their faith in God, so he had to attack the, the next level of leaders which he did. It didn't take long for these deacons to come under attack, just as the apostles did. If you look here in verse number seven, it says, and the word of God increased and the number of the disciples multiplied in Jerusalem greatly. And a great company of the priests were obedient to the faith. And Stephen, full of faith and powers, did great wonders and miracles among the people. Then there arose certain of the synagogue, which is called in the synagogue of the Libertines and Cyrenians and Alexandrians, and of Sicilia and of Asia, disputing with Stephen. And they were not able to resist the wisdom and the spirit by which he spake. Then the suborn men which said, We have heard against him speak blasphemies, uh, words against Moses and against God. So notice that that's why God said they must be what full of the Holy Spirit and full of wisdom. He knew what would happen. The deacons had to have these three requirements. And they would become three weapons to stand in the fight against the enemy's attacks. Now, the the issue the issue of the widows being fed that was fixed. The church was still growing, and a great number of priests were becoming born again, and that made the religious institution really upset. So they attacked the next level of leadership, and Stephen was in the crosshairs of their attack. And this is amazing. When the religious leaders rose up to fight them, they were unable to cope with Stephen's wisdom and spirit, and absolutely. Man, what 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 wisdom God had to make sure that they had these qualities. But we're still not done. 
they hired people to spread lies about Stephen. That's in verse 11, but they had a problem with that. Stephen had a good reputation, and that means that all three of these requirements became a weapon to fight against his attacks. You see, whenever you're uh, God, whenever you see God giving a prerequisite to a task, whether that be in a pastoring or leadership or even a marriage, it's because God sees further down the road. God sees what we don't see, and God knows it's going to be useful for us in the future. When God says not to marry an unbeliever, listen, it's it's important that you that you listen to that and you heed to that, but you are dead set on marrying that person. You just lost one of your weapons against marriage. Marriage is hard enough, but having two different worldviews for life and children it makes it almost impossible. And by the way, when the devil uh, thought only on the apostles were willing to, to die for their faith, he got that way wrong. Stephen was all in and willing to lay his life on the line. As we'll read tomorrow on Acts 7, Stephen died for, died for Jesus. The first Christian martyr was a deacon. It's real easy to find people who know the truth. It's real hard to find people who will stand up for the truth no matter what cost. You can't skip steps with God. When God gives a requirement, it's for an absolute weapon. It's for a reason. So what you think sometimes may be cumbersome is really part of the armor. Man, I hope that you will allow God to prepare your heart, allow God to prepare you to be able to stand and fight. And I hope that you will absolutely today take time to bow your head and lift your hands and thank him for his awesome, his wonderful, and his amazing grace that saved the wretch like me.